Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos NBA DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork, and I am joined as I am every Tuesday, covering the Wednesday slate for my, my good friend here, Mr. Kenny Taylor. And Kenny, we've got a, a good three gamer right here. It's a playoff uh, you know, slate, obviously, so we pretty much know the rotations. I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this one, man. How are you feeling? Oh, uh, not as good as you. You know, uh, <laughs> we've got some question marks. Yeah, um, about who's going to be playing and who's not going to be playing and true. if some price are justifiable or not justifiable yeah. uh, so you know outside of one game i really don't have a good feel of how i'm going to actually be um, going on this until all news is broken yeah i'm making some assumptions here so um let's just get into it man we do have the la lakers and the memphis grizzlies uh for the first game here we have the lakers favored by one point which is uh Cool, I guess. I mean, that's fine. I think it is going to be a good game. 226.5 is the game total. And as you mentioned, Kenny, John Rant here, questionable with that hand injury. Uh, so here, I'm making an assumption here, Kenny. I'm thinking he doesn't play. And the reasoning for that is uh, media did get get in there to kind of watch them, you know, practice and warm up a bit. And from what I could see from Twitter, what I followed on Twitter, he wasn't using that hand at all while they were in there. So that makes me lean more towards they're just kind of game get, doing a little bit of gamesmanship here and trying to maybe strike fear in the Lakers or something like that. But I think, I think Jaws more on the doubtful side personally. I don't know that for a fact, obviously. So we do have to keep, keep abreast of that situation, but talk to me, man. So if, uh, if John does play, let's just assume he plays here. Who do you like on that Memphis squad? Um, if John Morant plays, I'm, I'm actually not going to have interest in Ja. going to have most of my interest in Dane. Cause I really do feel like his field goal attempts should actually get an increase in this game and for them to actually put pressure on the Lakers, his three point shooting will need to be connecting pretty well. Um, outside of that, I'm also going to have some interest in Luke Kennard. Okay. If John Moran is in due to the same reasoning as um, Desmond Bain, I really do feel like their three point shooting needs to be going in order to actually have a chance to actually take this series into um, a 1-1 lead going into LA and for dart throw since he did become a part of an eight-man rotation in Memphis that I had no idea what's going to happen Santi Aldama um, (laughs) even if ran in or out I'm actually might actually have um, interest in him as a GPP play yeah absolutely yeah I can't believe Santi's getting all those minutes but he absolutely is Uh, and I like that Canard call two twenty-six minutes in that first game Uh, didn't shoot a whole lot of shots but uh, that is a good call for sure. I'm I'm going to take the route of uh, you know if Ja doesn't play and just kind of cover that. Obviously, Tyus Jones at 6700 has to be uh, somewhat of interest. I think the price tag is a little bit elevated. That might have been what you were alluding to there, Kenny, with you know having to see what, where the, if the price tags fit or not. If Ja plays, obviously you don't play Tyus Jones at 6700. But if he does sit, I think 6700 is fair enough to me. Uh, but the guy I'm really looking at if if Ja does sit is uh, Dylan Brooks. At 6,100, he's uh, going to chuck up a lot of shots, a lot more shots than he normally does. Uh, and we're just hoping that he hits those shots. That's, that's really all it is. Um, but, hey, if, as long as he keeps his head on his shoulders and plays that solid defense, he's going to stay on the floor and get a chance to put up those shots. So uh, that's kind of what I'm looking at here in case Ja does miss. But I like that Santi call also, uh, whether Ja plays or doesn't play. Uh, all right, let's talk about the Lakers, man. Who you got interested in the Lakers? Um, but before the Lakers, I, I'm actually going the other way. If uh, Ja plays, I actually will have some interest in um, Tyus Jones because I really do think Ja will be on the minutes restriction. Mm. And I really do feel like that bruise could, you know, end up flaring up a little bit and right. him being on a limited rotation and on a three-game slate. If you could get Tyus Jones in a 30-minute spot 
at less than 10% ownership, that could mm. help you take down a GPP. Yeah. But on to the Lakers, I really just have interest in two players. Um, one is obvious, LeBron James. But the second player I actually have some interest in, um, I'm not sure too many people will be on him, but it would be Troy Brown. Uh, but outside of that, I really don't have interest in any of the Lakers. How about yourself? Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm pretty much fading the Lakers. But, man, let me just talk real, real quick here and get your thoughts here on D'Angelo Russell. I mean, 5800 what is that price tag, man? He was 6800 last game. Uh, you know, started off hot, kind of hot. Didn't end up with a great line, thir- uh, 19.7 assists, four rebounds, one steal. Um, but, I mean, hey, it's 5800 man. I mean, I, I feel like, for me, you kind of got to lock him in. I mean, am I crazy here? I mean, do you think, you know, D'Angelo Russell is going to have one of those games where he has, like, 18 turnovers and, and no assists or something. I mean, if you play a cash game, yeah, you can throw him in. But if you're really trying to take down the GPP, I really don't think D'Angelo Russell will give you any edge at that price tag. And I really think it will help you get different where there's a couple other cheaper options you could get to if you actually don't go that route. So fair enough. you're not crazy for liking the price, but I'm not going to take any chances on it. Um, I'm going to just fade it. And if, you know, I lose the GPP because the Angelo Russell is the reason as chalk, I'm going to be okay with that. <laughs> One other guy I'm looking at in the uh, Lakers, I'm not sure you mentioned him, but uh, Jared Vanderbilt, 3,900. He did get 23 minutes uh, in that first game. Obviously, he's not a guy that has a high usage rate. Uh, he's got to grab rebounds and get offensive boards and, and get putbacks and stuff like that to to hit, you know, maybe about 20 DK points. And that's what I'd be hoping for if I played some Jared Vanderbilt. So I would take some stabs at him and some GPPs as well. Uh, but let's go ahead and move on, though, to the Miami Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks. Currently, we do have the Milwaukee Bucks favored by 5.5 points with a game total of 219. I, uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is doubtful uh, with back, in, uh, back contusion. On the Heat, we have Lowry questionable with a knee injury, and Tyler Hero out with that hand injury. He's going to probably miss the rest of the playoffs here. So uh, talk to me, Kenny, man. Who are you looking at? Uh, let's talk about the, the Milwaukee Bucks first. Who are you looking at there? Let's assume that Giannis does not play. All right. If Giannis don't play, I'm going to look at a different chalky option for 5,700, and that's Bobby Portis. I really right. do love this spot for him. Especially, honestly, I like the spot for him, even if Giannis is in, because I feel like that would take his ownership down so he can actually be a GPP play. But I feel like the safest cash play on the board tomorrow would probably be Bobby Portis at 5'7". Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I have interest in one under spend up, which is Chris Middleton, of course. Going to be a yeah. little bit chalky, but at 7'7", seven, seven, I feel like that would be somebody you need to plug into a cash game if he's out. And for my little GPP play that didn't get too many minutes, um, which kind of surprised me, but um, Joe Ingles, um, I really do feel like at Mm 3-7, if Giannis is out, I I really do feel like he could be more valuable than just 12 minutes in uh, playoff games against the Heat. And with somebody who can actually give you an upside of, I don't know, uh, maybe 30 DK points if you give them 24 minutes. I feel like if you can get them in a GPP and that hits for you, that's going to set you up for yeah. a nice night. Yeah, I'm all over the same guys, man. I'm all over um, Bobby Portis and Joe Inglis. I got those guys on my list as well. Um, so Chris Middleton, I don't, and here's why. I'm not sure. I haven't checked it recently, but I know about maybe halfway through the season. If you guys don't know, I play a lot of player props. Um, I was looking at his, you know, uh, 
you know, on-offs with, with Giannis off the court, him on the court. And honestly, Middleton's numbers don't jump uh, a whole lot, if at all, uh, when Giannis isn't out there. And, and in games that Giannis misses, he kind of uh, he doesn't really, you know, kind of go above his mean like uh, other stars do when their co-stars are out. So uh, that's why I'm kind of fading Middleton here. I think he is going to be a popular play. Um, but I'm going a different route. I, when anytime Giannis is out, I always go with Brook Lopez at 6,200. Uh, and I do feel like, you know, maybe not the best matchup in the world against the Miami Heat, but uh, Lopez has, you know, turned back the clock this season, man. He looks like a, a young spring chicken somehow, even though he's just had back surgery. Uh, and I'm liking him, man. Uh, you know, the, the runner-up Depoy, uh, you know, putting up really big numbers here and there. Uh, if there is no Giannis, I do think he gets uh, quite a few touches on the offensive end, and he's going to put up probably about 30 to 35 DK points. Uh, which at 6,200 is decent, and he's got a he's got a ceiling though of a little bit more than that. So that's kind of the direction I'm going. But uh, let me ask you about the Heat, man. Who are you looking at on the Heat? Um, with the Heat, um, it's kind of funny. Um, I actually don't have interest in Jimmy Butler. I know this mm-hmm. sounds crazy, but I actually don't have interest in playoff Jimmy this game. Yeah. Uh, but I do have interest more so in a couple dart throws. Mm-hmm. First one is actually going to be Gabe Vincent. I really do feel like he's deemed to have one of these nice little games, especially with Tyler Hero being out. And with the price tag, I believe he's 4-4. I really don't feel like you can have that much more value of a 30-point upside guy on a three-game slate for less than 4-5. So I'm going to have a lot of interest there. Might actually plug him into cash. I might have a little bit of interest in Caleb Martin since I feel like he's going to be at low ownership. But if you give him about 30 minutes and, you know, a crease row with Hero being out, you have a chance of getting 30 DK points out of him as well. And for my spend-up, well, I won't really call it a spend-up, but Matt Struess is actually my biggest spin on Miami since he's going to get you 40 minutes. Is he going to hit 40% of his three-pointers? I don't know, but I really do feel like if he had 40 minutes for 5-5, five, five, that's something that I would plug into any cash game. Yeah, someone's going to have to step up for the scoring department with no Tyler here, obviously. And uh, Max Drees, obviously, that's that's the cash play, I think. Absolutely, 5,500. Uh, going to get you that, that guaranteed value, pretty much. I mean, unless he has just a horrible shooting night. Um, but everyone's going to own him anyways, so I would just go ahead and plug him in. If you're playing cash, but uh, the guy I was looking at is kind of a dirt throw and he only got nine minutes in the last game. But I think they could, you know, put him in there uh, just to kind of mix things up a bit is Victor Elodipo at thirty six hundred. You know, I I don't really trust it at all. It's really definitely a dirt throw. Uh, He could just get, you know, single digit minutes again. Uh, But, you know, hey, if he gets 15 to 18 minutes here. Uh, you know, we know this guy can put up some uh, some decent lines here, so I, I don't mind it. It's not my favorite dart throw in the slate, but uh, he is somebody that's kind of in my uh, in my my pool here that might be in here. I also got some interest here in Adebayo at 7400. Um, you know, I, I think without Tyler Hero again, someone's gonna have to step up. As you said, you know, I'm not really playing Jimmy Butler here. I just don't. I feel like this is a game where the uh, Milwaukee Bucks strike back. And, you know, the Heat are just going to get probably decimated at some point in this game. But uh, but I do think Adebayo, you know, he had nearly a triple-double in that last game. Uh, could step up in a, in a big way here if they are going to stay in this one. So if you're scripting for that, I would look uh, I would look that way as well. Uh, all right, last game on the slate here, Kenny. We do have the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Denver Nuggets. Denver is currently favored by eight points. 
and the total is 223.5. All these totals are pretty much right in the ballpark of each other. Uh, not a whole lot of difference. Uh, Miami, Milwaukee is the lowest one. Uh, anyways, so uh, Jokic is questionable currently with a wrist injury, and Gobert is questionable with a back with back spasms. I think both those guys do play ultimately. So let's just assume health here, uh, Kenny, because I really don't think they're going to miss this playoff game. Uh, who do you like on the Minnesota Timberwolves? Uh, on the Minnesota Timberwolves side, there's only two players I'm really going to be looking at in cash game, and one play as a GPP play. Um, first play is going to be Anthony Edwards. I really do feel like if Minnesotas have a chance to even cover the spread, yeah. um, Edwards need to give you about 30 actual points to give you about 25 actual field goal attempts. Um, second player that I'm going to be having interest in in cash as well is Kyle Anderson. Again, I really do feel like he's going to be more of a minutes play, and for less than 6K, I really don't see nothing going too wrong for him to not actually give you value in that spot. Then for my GPP play, he's listening questionable right now, but uh, Jalen Noel, mm-hmm. I really do feel like he's, if healthy, has no choice but to get you about 20 to 30 minutes in that game, and if he can actually find his shot, on one of the worst defenses in the NBA, I really do feel like he can get you 20 actual points. I like it, man. Um, so, yeah, definitely I'm on board with you that with Anthony Edwards. I think he's a very solid play here at uh, 7,800, I believe he is. Yeah, 7,800. Uh, I really don't think you can go wrong there. Uh, you know, even if he has kind of a floor game, you're still looking at like 35 DK points, and that's fine where, where he is, you know, uh, salary-wise. So I think you can plug him in pretty with, with pretty good confidence there. Um, I do think he, you know, people are kind of down on him at this point, so his ownership is going to be lower than what it should be at that price tag. So yeah, I, ho- I like him a whole lot here. Um, the other guy I'm looking at on Minnesota is Rudy Gobert at 6,900. I'm going back to that French well that uh, is always dry, uh, seemingly. But again, I just I, I feel like this is the uh, you know matchup. If, if he's going to step up and prove that he's a good signing for the Wolves, which he's not. But, you know, if he wants to try to prove that, this is it, man. You've got the, uh, you know, runner-up for the MVP across the way from you. you got to step up and grab boards and get some blocks. So I'm looking for him to do that here. Um, you know, again, 6900 that's uh, one of the lowest uh, price tags we've seen him at recently. And I just feel like he's got to step up at some point. And I'm, I'm waiting for that game where he has 50 DK points, which he can absolutely do. Uh, he was open a lot also on that last game and they just weren't hitting him, but he is a crappy offensive player. So I get, I get their reasoning. So, uh, but I do have some interest in him. I don't have him in my current lineup, just a uh, full disclosure there, but uh, he is in my, in my, uh, my view there. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Denver, I'm just going to go ahead and just say, I've got one guy, Kenny, that I'm interested in really. And obviously you can play Jokic. I have no, no qualms with that. Um, but I'm personally playing a bunch of middle mid tier guys and I can't get away from playing Aaron Gordon at 6,000. Didn't have a very strong game in the last one, uh, kind of a blowout. So things were kind of skewed a little bit. I still love this, this, uh, game environment for Aaron Gordon. Cause he's going to be playing close to the basket with Carl Anthony Towns and Gobert across the way. And, uh, so I, I just love him here, man. I think he's a very solid play at 6,000. Uh, he only had 23.25 DK points, but you know, string of games where he had 30 plus DK points before that, even games we had 40, 50, 60 DK points, um, you know, just just has a huge ceiling, I feel like, and gets slept down a whole lot here. So I assume he's probably not in your player pool, but uh, how are you feeling about Mr. A.A. Ron uh, Gordon and uh, anyone else on the Denver Nuggets that you like? Um, honestly, with the Denver Nuggets, I have interest in every single starter with the exception of Jokic and Bruce Brown. 
So it's really just depends how my lineups are looking. I really do feel like I'm going to plug in two of those pieces and most of my lineups to finish them off. And I really don't think, you know, it's crazy to have um, Gordon in as one of your favorite plays because I really don't think he's going to get 3,010 minutes in this upcoming game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But at the same time, I do feel like this game will blow out and then Mm. will that cover the spread. Um, and I do feel that spread changing throughout the day as um, more money is put in on the game. Um, so I, I would, you know, tame lightly and just lock it and load in one of these starters since minutes can be limited. And um, you might be stuck with just one or two starters getting the bulk of these fantasy points. Yeah, I'm not gonna go ahead and load up on Nuggets. It's just not gonna happen because I, I feel the same way as you. I think the um, I think the Timberwolves are kind of in over their heads here, and uh, this could get away very easily. So we are in agreement. All right, let's talk about Thrive Fantasy though. ThriveFantasy.com is where you go. You sign up. You use promo code Ethos. Get your first deposit match up to 250 bucks. Uh, also, please go get the uh, DFS pass at SportsEthos.com. We are still doing this all the way through the playoffs. So you can go ahead and get our plays there if you just get that DFS pass. Again, sportsethos.com. All right, man, Thrive uh, Fantasy, I have three plays. How many did you end up with, Kenny? Um, I have two, but I could throw in a third. All right, well, let me just go ahead and start then. Um, I mean, this is a pretty simple one. It might be both of ours here. Uh, Middleton over 20.5 points, 120 points against Miami. Uh, I mean, the, Thrive Fantasy still has Giannis playing in this game, so this number is deflated. And as I mentioned, you know, Middleton's numbers don't rise too much, but they, they rise enough that he's probably going to score 21 points here. Uh, so is that one of your plays, Kenny? Uh, no, it's actually okay. that one of my plays. All right, fa- uh, fair enough. What do you got? Play number one for me is Cat under 33.5 points rebounds and assists. I really, like I said, think this game is going to blow out, and the only way this game is actually going to stay competitive is if um, Edwards actually has a floor game or an incredible game. Yeah. Fair enough. I like it a lot, man. Um, yeah, I'm fading across the towns here as well. Uh, all right, my next throw I play here is Max Struess over 14.5 points and rebounds. I'm just taking the easy ones here. 70 points against Milwaukee. Obviously, no Tyler Hero here. Um, I think he's going to score at least you know 10 to 12 points here. Just needs to grab a few boards for us to hit that over. He could easily have 20 to 25 points as well, so he could blow this out of the water. So I've got Struess over 14.5 points and rebounds. What's your next one? I'm going right back to the Nuggets-Timberwolves game and going with Anthony Edwards over 33.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Kind of connected to my cat call. The only way this game actually stay competitive and actually do cover the spread is if Anthony Edwards can actually produce for you. And when Anthony Edwards produces 30 actual points, is something that you will have to have. Yeah. Uh, I definitely agree with that. It's a good call. Uh, my last one here is Rudy Gobert over 11.5 rebounds. That's 95 points against the Denver Nuggets. Again, I just can't get away from that uh, stifle tower that's just going to fail me probably again. But no, nah, he was grabbing boards at a really high rate in that last game and, of course, didn't get any fourth quarter minutes. Um, so he still went over, I believe, uh, on this number uh, in that game. Let me just double check real quick. Uh, he had 13 rebounds and he only played 26 minutes. So assuming this is a little bit closer and he gets 32, 33, 34 minutes, I, I have no problem with him going over 11.5 uh, rebounds here. So what's your last play there, Kenny? Last play I have is actually on the Minnesota side again. It's going to be over 16.5 total points for Mike Conley. I really do feel like if this game is competitive, 
and cover the spread. Somebody else will need to do the scoring. And if Cat not doing the scoring, Gobert is not doing the scoring, Conley will be your second option. So since he's a second option as a scorer on the team, I feel like 16.5 is not that crazy. I love it, man. That is it. That is going to do it for us. That's our DraftKings and Thrive Fantasy plays for the day. There will be no lineup lock show tomorrow, guys. I apologize. I do have a prior commitment that I have to go to. But uh, we will continue to truck through with those uh, throughout the rest of the week. So please do tune in for those on our Spirits Ethos YouTube page. I am Keith Cork. You can find me at at Keith And Kenny, where can people find you and your work, man? Yeah, you can find me at OrangeDFS. Always talking about basketball on Twitter, from EuroLeague to WNBA to NBA playoffs. No matter what, I'm always talking about it. Absolutely, man. Go follow my guy, Kenny. And until next time, everybody, go get that money.